welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. The following episode contains spoilers. Konnichiwa, minasama. Boku no namae wa Ben desu. Kare no namae wa Rob McFarlane. Boku tachiwa. Every movie ever podcast. What do you think? I violently hated that. Well, we've got listeners in Japan now, Rob, so you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just think a heads up next time that you're going to start speaking in tongues would be good. I mean, it's just a different language. It's fine, though. <laughs> in tongues. Like I'm a priest. I'm not coming at you as a preacher with snakes. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm just saying, it is. It is, a, it is a different language and a beautiful one in anyone's mouth but yours. Mm. Mm. It does sound like I'm chewing a wasp. Yeah. And with that, hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And um, my name is Rob McFarlane. And uh, questionable language choices aside, how are we doing today, Ben? I am doing pretty fucking good, man. Yeah? Uh, this week's been a big week. The new... This is going to be some nerdy thing, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't. I can feel it. I can feel that this is going to be some nerdy thing. Magic the Gathering. Oh, for fuck's sake. Pre-release sex. of March of the Machines happened this weekend. And dude, let me tell you. I d- let me tell all of you, dear listeners, you, mm. were, you were involved in this. If Fucking you... Buckle up, guys. ...are ever in the Telford area, go to the Boardroom Gaming Cafe because A... They put on a great event for the Magic the Gathering pre-release. Super fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I got some great cards. Had some fun I mean, games. Before I before I shit on this man's lifestyle and and hobby choices, mm-hmm. uh, sure, I've sure. been to the boardroom cafe with you, and they are genuinely lovely. And great we played place, some, right? We played some non-nerdy board games. That no, we played nerdy card games. That was yeah. your choice. So don't give card, me this grief. C- card games aren't as nerdy, mate. What else have I done? I started watching Lord of the Rings. What? For the first time. Well, I've seen the first one, but I'm I'm doing the whole thing. So sorry, Ben, we have a, a movie podcast called Every Movie Ever. <laughs> yeah. There's one of the most successful franchises of all time. Four hours a piece, ha- Rob. <laughs> and Four we hours have, a piece. Yeah, and we have we have the rarest resource in the world, which is a podcaster who has a movie podcast who's not seen Lord of the Rings, and you're like, oh, I'll just watch it off show. No, no, I'm not watching it off show. I've seen the first one. But I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't finished it. <laughs> I was like, the extended editions are going to be right. a fun idea. I got, mate, I tried my hardest. Two hours and 45 minutes in, I'm like, I am, this is a walk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll you? come back to this when we cover it. Uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of never-ending movie franchises, I watched Quantumania for the first time. Pretty fun, right? Because uh, it finally became available on the perfectly reputable online backup sites. Sure. 
uh, that are based on torrent technology that, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I I own the original somewhere. You wouldn't download a purse. You You wouldn't download a lasagna. Exactly. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Do you know what? Jonathan Majors is the first uh, Marvel villain to have any sense of threat uh, in a long while. Right? I think he's he's brilliant. Unfortunately... He's a great villain. He's a great villain. Uh, unfortunately, he does... He has been arrested for domestic abuse. So... It just means he's really committed to the role. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Marvel cast him because they could guarantee at least three audience members would be terrified of him as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Biting take, sir. <gasps> Biting take. That was pretty fucking good, though. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing today, Ben? What are we doing? (laughs) The Matrix Revolution. Everything that has a beginning has an end, except this franchise, which does pop out for a fourth one. Yeah, Uh, so this isn't the end. Well, for 15 years, it was the end. Yeah, but it's not the end, though, is it? Death is not the end, according to Nick Cave. I don't... It's just... I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, we're doing the Matrix Revolutions... After Matrix Reloaded, we are trying to find the second half of that film. Did we find it, though? Rob, Uh, give me a synopsis. Okay, so I think this synopsis is quite telling because it really demonstrates the Wachowski's focus Mm -hmm. for this sequel. Okay. IMDb says, The human city of Zion defends itself against the massive invasion of the machines as Neo fights to end the war at another front, whilst also opposing the rogue Agent Smith. So you'll notice front and centre is Zion, the city that no one cares about, including its own fucking residents. Yep. Um, yep. Morpheus doesn't get mentioned. Neo uh, barely mentioned as a second. Mm. He's like the, He's like an also-ran. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, shit, sorry. He is also doing something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trinity Trinity Morpheus, they don't get mentioned. Yeah. And Neo's like an aside to the conclusion to his own fucking three-part film (laughs) saga. (laughs) It's a bit of a difference from the last one. Lord of the Rings. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, there's a battle, there's a volcano. Also, some hobbits do some shit. It's just a walk, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, and Frodo, he's got a ring. Yeah. Well, That's it. Technically, That's just, technically right, got yeah, two, that. but yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Well, if you were going to synopsize this, Ben, how would you how would you synopsize the Matrix Revolutions? I've been thinking about this, Rob. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Want yeah. more Matrix? Tough. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's my synopsis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. Mm. That's pretty fair because it takes away everything that you've been that's been built up so far. It doesn't. Okay, I'm being harsh already. I'm not being harsh. I'm going to go in with a with a with an open mind on this one because there are elements that I love and there are elements that mm-hmm. I fucking despise, right? Op- open your mind, Wade. Open your mind, Neo. I thoroughly dislike this as a Matrix film <laughs> <laughs> because the first hour is just mm-hmm. absolute waffle. Yep. Going through shit that I didn't care about in the last film, but somehow that's more important than coming back. And what they've done is they've taken the three main characters that I did care about mm-hmm. and that I did want more from in the last film and made them smaller and taken yeah. away any sort of purpose yep. or any sort of character arc and just gone, yeah, but this, the, the pilot of the ship you've never heard mm-hmm. of, whose name I can't remember, he's got a map that's mm-hmm. worth 15 minutes of screen time. Trinity, yeah. 
She's around. Yeah, she's a ha- she's a total handbag to the to the story in this what one. What happened? Well, look, there's there's the first bit of the film where Neo, after using his timey wimey spooky wooky woo wah one powers at the end of the second film, he brought his Matrix powers IRL. Yeah, he did. Rob, and that's and like the- me playing Hogwarts Legacy and then fucking Hadava Kadara, fucking someone in the street. You know what I mean? I mean, that analogy doesn't track at all. Of course but... it does. He's playing a video game and then he brings it into real life. Do you fuck people in the street in Hogwarts Legacy? I can no, see why... I, I can see why... Oh, right. Using a spell. spell yeah. Okay. You, you see the confusion? Not not using... <laughs> it's not working. Because you're clearly still pointing this out at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he's used his IRL powers and yeah. it's fried his tiny little mind and he's ended up in a sort of halfway house between the Matrix and the real world owned by the Merovingian. And Trinity is is sure. is vital in getting him out of that spot. Yeah. That's about 20 minutes into the film. And then after that, fucking see ya. But <laughs> I don't understand how his mind knew to go there because it's he's he didn't know it existed. It's not the yeah. real world where his thing was. His mind just went, oh no, that was a Matrix power. Boop, I'm gone. And then just landed. Look at it this way. In a homeless man's train station. <laughs> you, you, look, this, is, this analogy tracks perfectly. Okay. You used to get blackout drunk. Sure. So you were not, you know, responsible for your actions and technically not conscious. Your mind was not in your body. I believe I was responsible for my actions. I just wasn't aware of them. <laughs> yes, at the time. <laughs> yeah. So, you you know, you're not in your body, much like Neo isn't in his body. Yeah. And yet you would find your way home. Your legs would just carry you to where you were used to being. And yeah. occasionally you'd get lost on the way and end up in a homeless man's train station. That's no. exactly what Neo does. <laughs> no, it isn't, though, because I don't travel into a, a different plane of existence. <laughs> I mean, I think you used to drink yourself into one, so technically... <laughs> Let, yeah, to be fair. Let's <laughs> fight. <laughs> that was a bit deep, all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to drink myself to a place where I've got superpowers. Yeah, essentially. The analogy tracks perfectly. My power is, I can stay awake for two days and then piss myself. <laughs> yeah, and end up in a homeless man's train station. Okay. And then your significant other would have to come and get you. I don't think that that's true because the way that it works with the Matrix, it's, again, going back to Hogwarts Legacy, if I fucking play that game for a bit and then I go out into the street and I, whatever, whatever, and then that happens, right? And I use it in real life. But then all of a sudden, my mind goes to a part of the game that I didn't know existed. I have Mm -hmm. no idea how to get in or out of that, but it's owned by a homeless man who works for a person I met briefly. Neo's like like no-clipped. He's he's glitched out. He's no clipped into a bit of the matrix. He's not supposed to be in. But from IRL into the matrix without being plugged in, that shit blows my mind. It was my first major hiccup with the film. I was like, "How do you fucking clip into somewhere you don't know exists?" It's bothering me. Speed run, man. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Stop fine. just saying video game buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like someone's dad. Being like, "Are you winning, son?" Ben, what it is, is he's an NFT. (laughs) He's an (laughs) NFT. And he's blockchained his way onto an interweb. Yeah, so he's backdoored his way into a blockchain. The Bitcoin Bitcoin has dropped. The NFTs have spiked. Everyone knows what we're on about. You know what I mean? Finance. That's what everyone listens for. The business advice. Subscribe to the Every Movie Ever University for more sound financial investments. <laughs> All for the low, low cost of seventy four ninety five 
So you you said you said you you had a regard for this film, but not as a Matrix film. I love this film. If it's not a Matrix film, you love this film. I love this film. If it's not Matrix, I mean that makes me worry about when you say you love anything. If you love no, no, this no, no. Hear film, me hear me out. Hear me out. This film, right? Are you aware of what the word love means? I'm a, you wouldn't have been no. taught to it as a as a no. child. So uh, <laughs> no. So. I can imagine what it means. Actually, yeah, I do know what it means because the program in the Homeless Man train station told me. It's just a word. It is just... (laughs) 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 So you love this film but not as a Matrix film. I think it's a fucking... I think it's super fun. You need to trim the fat. You need to chop off the first hour because no one... It doesn't do anything. So here's my point about trimming the fat. Sure. I feel like this story... Mm. If we say The Matrix 1 is one story arc... Yes. And Reloaded Into Revolutions is the second story arc. I mean... I feel like... Right. I feel like they said, oh, let's make a sequel or sequels. Mm -hmm. Let's have it be one story. Yeah. And they sort of got overexcited by the world building. And they're like, right, this is how the toilets work. Mm -hmm. And here's a program that does pigeon shit... Mm-hmm. And when and where? Who, when and where? who that shit's going to land on? Exactly right. Mm. Here's the back. Here's the guy that makes all the keys, and here's this guy that's been around for thousands of years and just collects broken software. Like, okay, fair enough. And gimps, and and gimps, and yeah. I'm like, uh, and the story? What's with the story? They're like, oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. And then they sort of cobbled together all their world building and said, oh, those are the sequels. They forgot the main characters, but if you trimmed an hour out of the first one. And an sure. hour out of this one, I feel like somebody with more time and less of a social life than me could take these two films. Ben, I'm not saying you, but could be you, could take these two films. Busy with Magic the Gathering, mate. March yeah, machines you just dropped, you know what I mean? G- getting your pink dragon tapped. That's what I mean. Uh, you could just edit the two films together into one serviceable film yeah. by getting rid of all the fraff around it. And 100%. having it be a film about Neo ending the war by going to the source, finding out it's happened yeah. a few times, and then going, oh, okay, Agent Smith becoming a problem, and then the machine world fixing the Agent Smith problem by brokering peace with the humans. Fine story. Great story. Doesn't need two films. Does not need, to, does not <laughs> no. need four hours to tell that story. No, it does not. No. no. Don't get me wrong, though. So what I'm saying with this one is I love this film. If it's right. not Matrix and you trim all the shit out at the beginning that no one cares about, because it's just right, it's okay. just answering shit that I didn't care about in the second film, but elongating mm. it, giving me more new characters who I don't remember. Yeah. Um. And they they do questionable things throughout the rest of the film that are questionable enough mm-hmm. to make me sit and think about it after the film, and that's <laughs> what I like about movies. This is a great yeah, yeah. man versus machine. You know, the machines are at the gates. We need to defend ourselves. Like, it's fun. There's a lot of fun in this film. There is, yeah. If you remove all the waffly bullshit that they're trying to cram into it and yeah. make it meaningful. I just just pick a lane. Dumb and goofy, but super fun. Deep and meaningful. Mm. Less fat. It's like sitting down with an elderly grandparent and asking them what they did in the war. And two hours later, they're talking to you about this guy that they fucked on a boat once. And you realize that they've not actually answered the question that you started with. 
yeah. or even told a coherent story, but you quite like bits of the story they're telling that's entirely exactly. unrelated to the one exactly. they're telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's exciting moments in there where you're like, wow, that's crazy. So you stole a boat, and then it's like, yeah, and then I fucked him, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. we don't need that yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, trim yeah. that bit. Yeah, Let's yeah, go back yeah. to the boat. How did you steal it? Yeah, yeah. What, what was that like? Yeah. It's a film written by an Alzheimer's patient who's just forgotten how they started the sentence and is just going off context clues of the last five words that they said. That's this film and these That's sequels. That's kind of perfect. That's kind <laughs> of the best summation of this film ever. But, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fucking dark. But at the same time, that's fantastic. Morpheus as, an, as a character. First movie, insane. Mm. Dude, what a what an absolute techno wizard, uber sexy, goth, uber goth, right? He's so like self assured and confident, and I'm the fucking mm. I'm dead set. Yeah, this is the one. He's been wrong in the past, and yeah, he's willing yeah. to accept it, and he, yep. he's willing to own his mistakes. Defender of the faith, paladin, cyber paladin. Dude, he's fucking. He's just a wizard. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just is faith. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's, totally. It's that it's that kind of it's that kind of faith that I wish I had in myself. Mm-hmm. The unwavering, unfaltering, yep. does not give a fuck about what anyone else says or does or thinks mm-hmm. about him. He just is Morpheus. That's it. Yep. No more, no less. Yeah. What an inspiration. Second one. <laughs> Gets mm. a good kung fu fight on top of a moving truck the on a real freeway. Mo- the only meaningful fight in that film <laughs> yeah. was Morpheus yeah. because it's the only one that had gravity. The only one that yeah. had any sort of genuine oh my god he might lose this to an upgraded mm-hmm. agent yep but when he's landing blows on this fucking agent Ooh. that neo was struggling to fight you're like holy fuck morpheus is evolving yeah. he's about to become his like charizard you know his what i mean best self yeah, yeah he's yeah, about yeah. to be the best morpheus mm-hmm. what the fuck happened in this film to morpheus mate yeah so i think he gets his second line of dialogue around about sort of 50 minutes in and interestingly, I don't think he has a line of dialogue in this film where he's like necessary to the scene. He just sort of react faces to other characters' dialogue. <laughs> he just, he's, he just... permanently, he's permanently, <laughs> he's like a reaction gif they cut to. Cut, I mean, where okay. Someone he's... will say something and they're like. Uh... <laughs> he's basically he's basically a hype man for other characters yeah so morpheus predicted how youtube editors would exist in 2023 100 can we just cut to that audio of someone of that like oh type (laughs) shit (laughs) yeah yeah i I think it's more than that i think he's a hip-hop hype man for other characters he's a bez you say yeah they're just like yeah yeah we need to get to sign tell him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we are not afraid but now we yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that it's exactly that that's what he's become he's become a hype man in his own fucking films and it is oh desperately God. sad but here's why i think it is i think it's because Lawrence fishburne who aside from you know his involvement uh, in these films mm-hmm. is is a genuine acting titan who I think's been slept on for far too long. He's been in some incredible stuff. Absolute unit. And I think I think he's actually clever enough to have read the script for this and been like, I don't think I need as much dialogue in this one. <laughs> and they're like, but 
But Larry, man, like you're a main character. He's like, I don't know if I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So you're thinking he read it and yeah, was like, yeah. nope. But the paycheck, he was like, yup. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if all of his dialogue he deliberately flubbed just so he knew they wouldn't get it in the edit. He just did some Toast of London Matt Berry reading of all of yeah. his shit. Just be like, use that, fuckers. The original script had a 12-minute unedited speech of him addressing yeah. everyone over Locke because Locke is like, open the gates. And then the yeah, EMP yeah. goes off and then all of a sudden it's Morpheus's fault. You've just fucked us. You gave them mm. the dock. It's like, you said open the gates. <laughs> it's your decision but he just sat there and went whoa wub a dub dub wub 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 flob <laughs> why, would you, why would you bring up Locke because Locke is a character they spent a fair bit of time establishing in Matrix 2 mm-hmm. paper thin super thin awful yeah but what I love about this film is they've just completely discarded him Mm-hmm. And ushered in some more newer, even more paper thin 2D characters for yeah. us to give even less of a fuck about. So that when Locke comes back, you're like, oh, well, yeah, this guy. So you know how Carrie Fisher is an incredible actor? She is. You know how it only took Carrie Fisher to lead an entire rebellion against <laughs> yeah. the Empire? Yeah. <laughs> against all odds to rise up uh, and just fight back. It's yeah. almost like they couldn't write that character, so had mm-hmm. to get 130 people that were a fraction mm. <laughs> of Princess Leia, yeah. and then just go, everyone in the defense room, lock, yell at them. Do you know what makes that even more frustrating? What? Is they had written a character capable of doing that. <laughs> yep. They just chose to give him <laughs> nothing to do in this film. Yeah, they chose to make him a silent Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> We're shitting on the Morpheus character. I think that Morpheus in this film right leads into the motto of my life, like the the Is this is this a Ben life lesson moment? This is Ben's life lessons. Ben's life lessons. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, I could try. You are not important. You're not special. You're not anything to anyone else other than what you are to you, right? So stop fucking caring. I mean, that's a fucking Facebook quote. And stop. <laughs> you okay, hun, to every comment under that status. You know what I mean? <laughs> PM me, babe. Okay, you, you're going to have to write. You're not special to anyone else other than yourself. You are the only fucking version of you regardless of what anyone says or does or thinks or any of that bullshit, right? If you believe something, you fucking hold your ground, you hold Mm -hmm. your beliefs. If you genuinely Mm -hmm. believe it and you feel it and you fucking live it, do it. Don't give a fuck about anyone else at all because Morpheus doesn't. And what he does in this film is he knows that he's found the one. Mm -hmm. He freed the one. Mm -hmm. He trained and nurtured the one. Yep. The war is ending in front of his eyes. Yeah. The moment that he has dreamed about his entire fucking life, he's the reason that <laughs> everything there has happened. And Not no a single person a in Zion gives it. two fucks about him. In fact, 99% of the people still don't believe him <laughs> about his initial beliefs. And do you know what Morpheus does? Celebrates. Not yeah. with everyone else. Not in some huge way, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at me, pat on the back. He's just content 
with the fact that he lived his life the best way that he knew how, following yeah. his own beliefs and seeing it through to the end. And that's the most important lesson that you can take away from this film. Uh, do you know what? That okay? Yeah, no, you 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 surprisingly smashed it on the head there because the the, the point I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. on the exact same dynamic. Okay, is the only line in this film that approaches the quality I would expect from a Matrix film. Because there is some clunky dialogue in this. There is clunky. we'll get we'll get to the clunky dialogue, but the line that works. Mm-hmm is Agent Smith has replicated himself almost infinitely and completely overtaken the Matrix. Yeah. The Machine City has sent Neo in. He's gone to the Machine City to try and get peace. And they're like, look, sort out our Russian porn virus problem. And we were like... Are you saying Agent Smith is a pop-up in 1996? (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, our Russian port, like we, we look, we, we're going to be honest with you. We were on LimeWire. We were looking at some dodgy. Sh- it said it was a spine shank record, but it wasn't. It wasn't a spine shank record. It was not. <laughs> so it said no credit card details, but now I'm broke. Yeah, yeah. So he's gone in to control out, delete the whole thing. Right. Smith is just beating the other. Lo- he's literally beating the fucking face off his head. Right. Kicking the shit out of Neo, man. He's got Neo on the ground, and he's like, why? Neo gets back up again, and he's like, for fuck's sakes, man, why? Like, why do you do this? You know you can't win. Mm. Like, what is it? Is it hope? Is it love? Like, what's the ridiculous train of thought that gets you to a point where you stand back up knowing that you can't beat one of me, and I have an infinite number of people behind me who are just as good as I am? Yeah. And Neo looks at him, and he goes, because I choose to. Yes. And so it's... It doesn't matter what I do with me. What I do with me is my business. Yes. I'm choosing to. It's my choice. And I feel like the the first film is what is real and how do you define yourself? The second film is, is there free will? Uh, and what do you choose to do? Uh, like, what do you choose to do? Yeah. Why do you choose to do it? Yeah, and yeah. the last film is, it doesn't matter why I choose to do it. It's my choice to make. Exactly. And if I'm comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. That moment is pure goosebumps when Neo does that shit. I'm not yeah. even going to fucking... I yeah, can't yeah, take yeah. anything away from that moment because that is literal goosebumps. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, buddy. And that's when your yeah. nips get hard and you're like, yeah, man, I'm back that's in. That's the one moment where I'm like, oh, this is a Matrix film. Yeah, okay, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, yeah, yeah. same. And, and then Agent Smith jumps up and puts his fists above his head and then green lightning strikes behind him. And I go, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's not forget that it, it's the second point in the film where Agent Smith has done something Dr. Evil. Like he does an evil <laughs> yeah. laugh when he takes over the Oracle. What the fuck mm-hmm. is that? <laughs> <laughs> All that was missing was one million dollars. Do you know what I mean? It was like fuck me, man. It was bad up until that bit. He was he was like gravity inducing. He was like fear inducing. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? he was. Yeah, yeah. For the entire franchise, slamming the cookies against the wall. Did you know I was going to do that? Did you put these <laughs> yeah. in because you knew I was going to do that? Yeah, and then turns into Doctor Evil the second that he takes over the Oracle. I was like, "This is bollocks." There are so many moments like that in this film where yeah. uh, <laughs> Trinity walks up to Neo and she's like, six hours ago, I was speaking to the Merovingian, and I was like, "I'd do anything for you. I'd die for you." Do you know what's changed in the last six hours? And Neo's like, "No, what's what's changed in the last six hours?" She's like, "Nothing. Nothing's changed." <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, for people don't like what? What I, is this exchange? Literally, there's a bit with the the new paper thin Zion character of the general who oh, pilots the mech on suits. One sec. Are you on about Captain What's His Age again? Because his entire <laughs> yeah. introduction in this yeah. film is, "How old are you? 18. <laughs> You're a liar. 16. Why didn't you say 18? <laughs> uh, because we're at war with machines and I'm carrying a dolly trolley of ammunition which is apparently how we reload the enormous robots that we mm-hmm. are capable of building but still yeah. reload with dolly trolleys so this 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 chap is in his enormous robot <laughs> gets utterly shit mixed <laughs> and then little little 15 year old boy 16. runs up and is 16, 16 sorry. Rob What's it's my a age huge again? point of this movie what's my age again exactly anyway. welcome to Captain What's His Age Again <laughs> So he's like, oh, I I can't pilot this massive robot mech suit that's clearly more controls than a fucking 747. I didn't finish the training. And matey general boy goes, that's fine. I didn't finish the training either. And then dies. Yeah, I would have been like, bitch, that's why you're dying in the mech. Because you didn't finish training. I feel (laughs) like I need to because I don't want to end up like you. You dead. Like yeah, these, you, these are your dying words to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't finish my training either. Yeah, no shit. Your face is in You've two. You've got a face like a human Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've literally just been turned into into sashimi by a squid. <laughs> it's the ultimate ironic death because you didn't finish your fucking training. No, fuck no. I I'm going see, boot camp. See you in a bit. I have a I have a theory about these films, and I feel like the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. When they were writing them, had the character of Cypher from Matrix 1 very much in their head. You know Cypher, the guy who had come out of the Matrix and double-crosses all of the humans to get reinserted into the Matrix? Yeah, yeah, the dickhead who was like, give me a bank account and no memory. Yeah, yeah. Because he thought he wanted wanted to go to Zion. Yes. And and then, you know, he double-crosses everybody and we were all like, oh, what a bastard. Oh, we hate him. Who saw this one coming? No. (laughs) Thing is... I thought I wanted to go see the city of Zion 2. Same. And then I watched Matrix 2 and 3, and my God, I wish I was back in Matrix 1. 100% the same. <laughs> I, I Literally. Feel like... Give me a bank account, wipe yeah. my memory, and just yeah. fucking send me back in. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Send me, send me back to a time in the Matrix when these films hadn't come out. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. Send me back. Literally. Bank account. No memories. I will hand out leaflets outside of every train station for the rest of my life just telling people how great the matrix is yeah better than the rave cave better than uh, if the only thing in zion that we saw Mm. was the incredibly overcomplicated water Water system yeah (laughs) oh yeah water system (laughs) not water park park is like swimming and shit right (laughs) i mean come on man they've got limited resources we all know they're sort of like wave machines and like a water slide we all know they're swimming in the in the in the drinking water (laughs) I've seen that rave. It was Glastonbury. That's how they stay so clean. They take exactly. all their dirty clothes off and then just go swimming in. It's perfect. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Cypher, I get it. I thought he was a prick in the first one. I get it now. I want to get mm-hmm. plugged back in. I want to get plugged back in. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, of course I want to play a game. I always want to play a game. Okay. I've called this one. Mm. What in the Matrix? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that follows. Yeah, I've got some questions. Okay. Just about day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Of the happenings in the Matrix, and I don't quite understand why or how they happen. Okay, yeah. That's fair. It's a complex film. Why would mm. the consciousness, or why mm. would the, the fucking the machines appear yeah. to Neo blind? Why would they appear to blind Neo mm-hmm. 
as a human baby face to talk to him. Because because they want to, it's like a, their, their state of being is so far, so many levels above what Neo can comprehend. Right. They want to they wanna appear in a form. So like if sheep people, I was at war with sheep people. Sure. And I wanted to do uh, peace talks with them. I would, I would okay, appear let's say in that, a form that they could that understand. Like, wolves are attacking you, but they're also attacking sheep people. They're a problem for you both. Right, exactly. Right? So, the sheep so I've got to go to the sheep people, but I don't want to scare them because they're naturally right. flighty creatures, right? Sure. They are not known for their emotional resilience. Okay. They are, quite frankly, you know, they, they're anxiety-having motherfuckers. Same as humans. I'm right. So far, right. so good. I'm with so you. So I'm going to appear as a sheep person to them. No. That's... Okay. F- great point. This analogy, though, Rob, what you're going to be doing is a sheep person is going to come to you to broke a piece, and what you're going to have done is peeled a lamb face off of a baby <laughs> sheep and stretched it over your own and gone, what do you desire? Just yelling at them as a baby sheep. But also... Uh, that sheep's blind. Can't see it anyway. <laughs> Just be a voice. Why the baby? It doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, at a certain point, you, <laughs> it's probably just shits and giggles on the machine city. Do you know what? Freak him out. <laughs> Do you know what? Freak him out. Yeah, I think he might be able to see the light. Steve, Steve. There's two of them, like back, like yeah, just, yeah. just below on the platform below, being like, I think he can see everything. No, 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 no. I don't think he's that good. No, I think I think we're all appearing as like a weird form of light. Do the baby face. Do the baby Steve. face. Steve, Steve. I'm told you can't go over there. Do the baby face, mate. <laughs> Steve, if he knows that you're a baby, you owe me a tenner, mate. Go on, off your foot. See you in a bit, like. And there's just three of them, like, giggling on the, on yeah, the platform yeah, yeah. below. Does he know? Steve, does I he think know he knows. A baby? I think he knows. That's the equivalent of me going to you, I bet you can't do this talk. I bet you can't broke a piece with a baby lamb face stretched over your own face. Yeah. So we, okay. I'm glad we, we got to the bottom of that one. All right, so that's solved. Next question, Rob. Mm-hmm. How does pregnancy work in The Matrix? Because from my understanding... Yeah. We humans yes. are in jelly eggs, like those weird little alien things. You know, mm. remember the rubber aliens that you'd get in the jelly eggs in like <laughs> yeah, 1996? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone, yeah, the corner everyone shop. Everyone used yeah. to have like that. Yeah, yeah, the corner shop alien <laughs> jelly eggs. And everyone used to say. I left one on my duvet once and it just was never the same again because yeah, it just yeah. sank in over the course of a <laughs> night. It never came out. <laughs> Do you remember the rumour that went around that if you put the jelly egg in the airing cupboard for about two weeks, then the aliens would give birth? It went I don't, around everyone's schools. Dude, my whole okay. school, we it, it, there was like a whole thing where people were just mm. leaving the little aliens in the airing cupboard, right? So... I mean, it's Telford. That's probably just a cover story for someone's abusive dad. I mean, I wouldn't... <laughs> saying it out loud as an adult it raises questions. But anyway... <laughs> is it a similar thing in The Matrix? Because humans are just in a jelly egg and they're, they're like avatars are programmed in The Matrix, right? So... Yeah, yeah. Is it like an artificial insemination thing? Like in the egg, the actual human body in the real world no, 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 grows no, an embryo no, no, no. and then I, the avatar no. reflects they're that? All, they're all grown in a lab. So if you remember when, you get, when they fly over the fields, as they talk about it, and there's just sure. giant Pez dispensers popping out babies, right? <laughs> sure. Just like on full auto. Like, dum, 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 dum. Yeah, but I thought that was like the newborn ward. You know what I mean? You know, like where there's like a big window where parents can go and look at all no, the babies. No, 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 no. That's the newborn cannon. It's just firing <laughs> newborn babies. <laughs> like, like. Sure. 
Sure, sure. Okay. So the avatars that are programmed in the Matrix, mm. they're just they're just sort of like tricked into thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're pregnant. Yeah, you're they are gaslit into. This, I mean, right. it is their genetic material. Yeah, their genetic material. But also, some cunt was just like, you know, it'd be really funny. I'm gonna program in the worst pain in existence to this avatar yeah. for no reason. Why? No, there's a reason. What's the reason? Force you to love it through buyer's remorse. <laughs> just I've got to love it fucking hurt. oh my god I feel that on so many levels man I've recently bought a car that is such a piece of shit but I have to love it because I paid so much money for it there you go that's a fucking great point you know man so there's a there's a program that governs buyer's remorse and somehow <laughs> Yeah. Human reproduction falls under that category for that program yeah. to be governing it. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, fair enough. I can't even fucking poke a hole in that. That makes perfect sense. It tracks. If incredible. the next time you went to the, if the next time you went to the toilet, yeah, you endured the chain pain. If the next time you went to the toilet, you endured yeah. the pain of childbirth to okay. get it out of you. Sure. Odds on you'd keep it. I'd I'd take pictures <laughs> of it in the park. We'd go to Disneyland. I'd yeah. swear to God. Yeah. People would be pinching that shit's cheeks in the street. <laughs> oh, what a big boy he is. Literally, nine yeah. hours labor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Any more? Any more? Oh, actually, I have, I've, got, I've, got, got, I've got one. Okay. I, so, okay. Training zones, right? Training zones. So, like, uh, the, the Kung Fu training zone sure. in Matrix Oh, from the one. first movie. From the actual Matrix yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like, woman in the red dress, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's possible to create uh, within the matrix mm-hmm. little pocket dimensions where shit can be as you programmed it. Yes. So my question is, mm-hmm. is it illegal if what you're doing it to isn't technically sentient? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep my question so <laughs> user-friendly. Because <laughs> my, here's my thing. The character, the Merovingian, right? He is thousands of Mayor years of old. Mayor of Cakes, use his correct name. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Right, thank you. Mm. He's thousands of years old. He hangs yeah. out on in Gimp bars on like a Tuesday afternoon at <laughs> sure. 2 o'clock, right? <laughs> sure. What is that motherfucker getting up to on a Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, back in the bad old days when we were little little dirty abusers <laughs> of substances, you know yeah. when you'd sort of have that, that sort of never-ending... Pornhub experience, and then immediately after you got oh, where you're going, the yeah. video that you were watching perfectly so, happily okay. five seconds ago has become a David Cronenberg nightmare. And you're like, <laughs> oh God! So what you're saying is, watching porn after you've come mm. is disgusting. Yeah. What What's is this the Merov- man doing? Yeah, <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> He's thousands of years old. He's right. got access to right genuinely okay. reality yeah, yeah. bending. Like he can bend reality to his will. Yeah. That's got to get dark. That's got to get dark. No, that's a fucking great question. <laughs> I don't want to get into that hole, man. I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that route. If I'm honest, because that's a fucking. All I'm saying is, we. I feel like that's a fast track to being cancelled. Like you can just, <laughs> you know, what I mean. Yeah, L- listeners, you fill us in. You tell us what the mayor of Cum Cakes does on a on a Friday night. Can, sorry, can you can you re can you rephrase that call to action, please? What? what how did I phrase it? Listeners, you fill us in. Ah, <laughs> poor choice of words. Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one more. Right. Films in the Matrix. Yeah. Are they already programmed in 
by governing programs or are they made by humans utilizing code that is governed by the programs? So is there any sort of creative license or is it already all predetermined? Um, how do you mean? So, so Hollywood so, as a whole, mm, is it is, it's, it's people... made up of humans who aren't aware they're in the matrix trying to make entertainment products? But okay, using out, using tools designed by. But what programs are governing that? Like, I uh, my question is: Are there like people in control of certain industries? Is there like a program that governs the entertainment industry within the Matrix? Well, because that I has mean, to have been coded in at some point, right? I mean, look at fucking. I don't know. Is Harvey Weinstein a rogue <laughs> program? <laughs> is is, is you know what I mean, or was he programmed to be a sex goblin? We don't know. <laughs> this is my question to you. How does it work? Okay, I feel I feel like you you've touched on a number of things there. Firstly, <laughs> firstly still fewer than Harvey Weinstein touched on. But yes, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the the sentence. Are there people in control of these industries? Yes. Yes, Ben. That's what the whole no, fucking movement no, was about. Are they people or are they programs? Is my question. Are they already programmed right, in? Like, okay. are they being governed by? Like, the Oracle is mm. like a fucking rogue program, right? Yes, she is. Okay. And the fucking the the guy who's sworn to protect mm. her doesn't kill anyone, Terrible. even though sure that dude yeah. who doesn't kill anyone, even though he has guns. Uh, he watches Trinity shoot someone in the chest. Morpheus snaps someone's <laughs> neck and this guy just like knocks someone out in the car park. He's a he's vegan. Like, he's a vegan. Fuck he's vegans, a vegan man. program. The worst thing about being a vegan is other vegans. And that is my exact point. <laughs> just fucking, just do your job. You're there to protect them. <laughs> to stop letting them do all the killing. All right. <laughs> what was the question? Are vegans programmed or are they governed? <laughs> are ve- <laughs> is there like a, a governing program of vegans? I feel like this is very much the line of questioning that The Matrix 2 was dealing with. Is there free will or are you simply doing what you were programmed to do? And how can you know if you are within a program? Oh, shit. That's literally what the second one is about. What about if The Matrix Revolutions is a governing program that is is trying to teach us remorse (laughs) and just... To appreciate the second <laughs> Matrix movie, just saying. Weirdly, I think that was slightly the arc that I went on with this one. Is that I remember when these came out again? Mm-hmm. This was only like three or four months after Matrix Two came out in the cinema. So this was you had like you saw Matrix Two at the cinema two or three times, and then there was like a two week wait, and then Matrix Three was out. What a disappointing year that would have been at the cinema. <sighs> Just, yeah. just sheer disappointment. Because back then they didn't have like unlimited cards or anything. Like, admittedly, mm. it was a fiver to watch a film, but still, yeah, a tenner. That's, that's In why 15, 15 years later, we got a fourth one. Why though? This one, did, it nothing gets answered at the end of the second one. And the no, stuff that, that I wanted answers doesn't threads, get answered in this one. The, the threads on the second one, you know, it's like oh, you know, none. No, there are threads. It's like handing someone a pom pom. It's just loose threads. <laughs> it's just loose ends. It's just loose ends. Oh my god! What are you rating it? <sighs> okay, this is complicated for me because The Matrix is one of my all-time favorite movies. Can I rephrase this question? Yeah. What are you rating it as a Matrix movie? And then I want what are you rating it 
as a complete standalone movie without the first hour <laughs> of waffle that doesn't mean anything. This is a this is a two. As a Matrix film, this is a two. Okay. This this fundamentally ignores the characters mm-hmm. who I turned up to see. Agreed. This is got some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a film. But do you know what's changed in the last six hours, Rob? Nothing. 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 Uh, things happen. Things happen to my favorite characters that don't need to happen. Mm. That are just oh well, fuck you. Yep. Um, Neo is a is a side character in his own film. This is a two. This is this okay. is like if this is where we were going this whole time. Did you not read this and go? Is this the best we can do? Like, yeah. imagine reading the script for Matrix 1 and 2 and going, mm-hmm. I think we're done. Yeah. Imagine reading that and going, yeah, man. Yeah, guys. Great job. Mm. We've nailed this. Because mm. what we're looking we're looking at Matrix 3 within the limitations set by Matrix 2. Yes. They could have gone anywhere. Anywhere yeah. after Matrix 1. Just get and they the went war. here. And then just make it the war. Right. Make the third movie nothing but non-stop fun, over-the-top, yeah. machines versus humans, Neo-Broker in peace. I think there's maybe, maybe two kung fu fights in this film. May not even be yeah. two. There's Neo and Agent Smith at the end. Yeah, and there's uh, Morpheus, Trinity, and Seraph, Seraph. Versus the Gimps. Versus the Gimps. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not really kung fu. That's just that's a callback to the first movie where they open the the they go yeah. through the fucking doorway and then start the shooting lobby the pillars. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then when he she ends up with the gun on Merv's face, the whole dearming everyone around them. There's a little bit of a do ba do do ba do ba do do ba do ba do ba do. She does a no-handed cartwheel on the ceiling, still picking yes. up on it, mate. And she was <laughs> shooting her gun at the same time. It was very funny. It was very funny. <sighs> what are you rating it as a Matrix film? As a Matrix film, I am rating this a fuck it. I'm going to agree with you. Two. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't wasn't anything for me, man. There was nothing here for me. Absolute toilet water. I like Morpheus. And I, I, okay, maybe, okay. I love Lawrence Fishburne. And he is an absolute titan of an actor. Mm -hmm. And he, how dare he make Mm -hmm. me tear up. Yeah. At Morpheus being so happy and content with himself and his own decisions, mm-hmm. regardless of anyone else, how dare he make me feel in this film? How dare he? I'm glad you brought that up because the final installment of the Matrix franchise mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, a far, far better film than either of the last two we've watched. I, I think it I think it makes amends for a lot of the poor decisions. That have been made in this film. I don't... I, Except in one key area. Don't do this to me, right? Because I've not <laughs> even bothered with the second and third one. So when the fourth one came out, I paid no attention whatsoever. I was like, I just don't mm. care. I'm in no way invested. Yeah. But now, yeah, I am fucking Morpheus fanboy. Mm. Numero duo. Because I know that you're number one. And I'm... All I want from the fourth... I'll give you my what I'm expecting going into it. Morpheus getting what he deserves. That's all I'm wanting. Don't pull that face, you cock. You know that I haven't seen it. Just keep a straight face. Let me let me go into it mm-hmm. and let me be as disappointed as I'm going to be in my own right. All right? No, because it is a good film. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rate this a six if it's not a Matrix film and you can trim off the first half hour. 
It's a fucking <laughs> yeah, wicked man versus machine. You can't trim off the first half hour. Of course you can. It's Skip. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Skip forward. Fuck it. Man versus machines. Yeah. I, it's still a two for me. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. My name is Rob McFarlane. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for the support recently. It's been fucking mental. We are on Instagram and TikTok with our mid faces. Uh, we're still growing into that role. I'm still uncomfortable with it. So come laugh Same. at our discomfort as we bear all, well, bear everything above the neck uh, on social media with new exciting content that you've not heard just now. Mm. And we've got a Discord, which uh, for the boomers among us, Ben will explain because he's the only one that uses it on the planet. Discord is a direct line to us in real time Get in the server, drop a comment. Yeah. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, any questions you want answering, ask away. Yeah. Myself and Rob are in there. We're going to be watching more films in there. We're going to be doing more shit in there. We're going to start organizing monthly quizzes. We're going to get like, we just want it to be a bit of fucking fun with you guys. So come get yeah. in. We're going to spruce everything up. Come and join before all that kicks off. Make sure you're part of the action. Join us next week for Army of Darkness, third installment. Of the Ooh. Evil Dead franchise. I'm so excited. I'm I cannot, so excited. Cannot wait, mate. Cannot wait. Evil Dead 2 was a high benchmark, though. It, it's going to be interesting to see how they top that. Mm-hmm. Or if they top that. But mm-hmm. I've, I've, I saw it when I was a kid. I think it was my favorite one as a kid. I remember the mirror scene very fondly with the little mini ashes running around. It's an incredible kids movie. Oh, don't say that. I'm dancing while saying it. Because it, it's great kids movie. But it's also a great movie. But you'll have to listen next week to find out why. Love ya.